Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All righty, rocking and rolling. Hour number three of our radio program. That's right. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. We do have week 10 of the NFL season that kicks off tonight. And what a doozy of a matchup we have for the Carolina Panthers going up against the Chicago Bears. But even if this Thursday night football game isn't something that is going to be one that's going to elicit a bunch of big national storylines, Uh, There, of course, is a great weekend of football upcoming. And one of the games that we have a keen eye on and keeping a keen eye on is the Texans at the Bengals. I don't know how many people before the start of the year thought this would be a big game, but it now is with the way that C.J. Stroud's playing. And now the Bengals are back with Joe Burrow being fully healthy. So let's go out to the guest line and join a guy that's calling the game. He is the legendary CBS Westwood One and Turner Sports announcer. He, of course, is Kevin Harlan. Kevin, always great to hear your voice. How you been? Hey, Zach, good to be on with you. Thanks for having me, and you're right. Before the season, we would have looked at Texans and Bengals and said, what in the world is that? How can that game even possibly, you know, elicit any kind of response? But the way the Texans are playing at 4-4, four and four, and uh, certainly the Bengals turn around, uh, two good stories going into Sunday in Cincinnati. And we know the last few years the Texans didn't have this good culture, and now you bring back one of their own in D'Amico Rines. You get the quarterback, it looks like, right. And it's wild how quickly in the NFL things could turn around. Well, and they've made some nice free agent acquisitions, too. They've added to the team. They've got some nice young receivers they're bringing along. And if, if you're drafting the right way, and, 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 of course, time tells every story and every success or failure for a pick, but if you're drafting the right way, if you have those lean years, and they've certainly had some, um, it, it usually will catch up and you'll begin to get some, get some production. And I think that's exactly what we've seen. You know, the Stroud story is, is so interesting because it was really between him and Bryce Young as to who would go number one. And, uh, and it was kind of a split room. Half would say, you know, go with the Alabama quarterback and half would say go with the Ohio State quarterback. The one thing that, that kind of piques my interest a little bit is that as great as Ohio State has been, and they have been phenomenal in football, they have never really produced um, in the modern age a quarterback that has had a big impact on the NFL. And when Stroud a couple weeks ago threw for over 300 yards, it was one of the first, if not the first time, an Ohio State quarterback had ever thrown for an NFL 300-yard game. And then he threw for over 400 last week, and set yet another milestone. So um, he seems to be bucking the trend of, of, of what Ohio State has brought to the NFL in terms of the quarterback position. 
and he's really playing well. On the other hand, Bryce Young, as we know, is struggling at Carolina. Some interceptions last week, two pick sixes, and and his learning continues under Frank Reich in, in Charlotte. When you take a look at the Bengals, it feels like they are back, and a big reason because of that is their quarterback is healthy. Uh, when you look at Cincinnati, how dangerous of a team do you think they'll be the rest of the way? Well, I think they've got the best receiving core from tip to tail. I mean, all, all their names are, are good and solid and all could start on any team in the NFL. Um, their line has been, you know, a series of plugging somebody in here, signing this free agent there. They got Orlando Brown from Kansas City as their left tackle. Their line has not missed a single game all season, a single snap. Their defense, they've started the same defense at every position all season long. And uh, so they've got great continuity. It's the basic core of last year's terrific team and what they've been putting together. But clearly everything revolves around Burrow. And like last summer when he went through the appendectomy and didn't play any preseason and got off to a real rugged start, this year hurt the calf, strained the calf muscle, did not play any preseason, was a minimal practice participant in the summer. Uh, slow start to the season, but just like last year, this year's team has gotten their traction and they're beginning to turn the corner. And they've won four straight, and they're you know we're at the halfway point of the season. I think they feel good about being in the best division in football, but I think they're going to have a lot to say in the month of December and January when we begin to really nail down those those final spots. They're as good as advertised. And they're every bit of what they've been over the last couple of years. Kevin Harlan here with us. I'm glad you brought up the defense because I know what we do. A lot of times it's just talk about the coach, talk about the quarterback. Lou Anarumo doesn't get enough credit for the job he's done the last few years with the Bengals. And I know that the trend is now usually young offensive coordinators to hire. Heck, D'Amico Ryan's a young defensive coordinator, worked out well for the Texans. I think Anarumo should get a head coaching job this offseason. Well, he's paid his dues for sure, Zach. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a lifer, and he's been at this trade a long time. Um, but he was also the same defensive coordinator they had when they were not winning much, when, uh, when Zach first got there to, to become the head coach. So uh, he has grown with the team. Now, listen, they got Hendrickson as a free agent from the New Orleans Saints a couple years ago. Hubbard has developed into a terrific pass rusher, the former Buckeye. Um, they've had two solid linebackers. And they've gotten young in the secondary um, after going maybe through a series of big names in the last part of their careers that maybe had lost a step. But now they've got uh, some young, uh, dynamic defensive backs. And, and really, everything has probably gone uh, pretty much as planned. I think they knew that with Burrow not playing any in the preseason and not participating, more importantly, in the practices full bore, that they were going to be, you know, trying to find themselves uh, kind of groping a little bit in the dark for where they were going to be and trying to live up to all the hype. I mean, even more than Buffalo and perhaps as much, if if not more than Kansas City, people said the Bengals are the team to watch. And and this was, of course, even with all the, 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 the great revelry with Rodgers in New York with the Jets. So the, the Bengals have not let up. Their defense has been terrific. Offense is right where they need to be. Uh, they're, they're a wonderful team. How concerned are you, Kevin Harlan, just wondering? Because we talk about the Bengals who started slow and now are getting strong. The 49ers were as hot as hot could be, and now they've lost three straight. Is there a concern level with the 49ers? 
You know, I can't. I, I think they need to get some defensive players healthy. Uh, that is always, I think, a key. Um, Trent Williams has been banged up, their left tackle. That's always a concern. He's a premier player at that position. Um, and, and, and I think that uh, uh, people have probably read the book from, from you know, the cover to cover about Brock Purdy. Um, not that he's predictable. Not that he has, uh, you know, reached the level of his progress and, and, his, and his quarterback powers. But, but I think there's a better feel for his game. And I think they overload some of the position. They've, they've missed some wide receiver help, too, with Samuel. You know, he was with an injury. So, so there, there's, there's a couple things at play here. But the one thing I found about Kyle Shanahan, though, Zach, is, is I don't know if there's a better coach in the league at adjusting on the fly with what you've got to work with on that Sunday. And, and he has proven time and time again that even with the depleted lineup, losing starters to injury, and maybe you know teams kind of getting a little – uh, you know, tip on, on, on how to play some of these better players, in particular the quarterback, who the book was wide open on, and they were still kind of learning about what he was doing. Um, he always seems to make great adjustments. My feel is the 49ers are, are just the team we thought they were, perhaps a dry spell right now, clearly with the losses, uh, but but I still think they're one of the powers in the NFC. I, I would not discount them at all. Um, uh, I, I, I think they also are a team – that really knows when to to shift gears, and they've done it in the past, and we're now just past the halfway point of the season, and and this seems to be when they really thrive, the last part of the season, last half of the season. I would not take my eyes off of San Francisco. Wrap it up with Kevin Harlan, who joins us right now, the legendary broadcaster, CBS, Westwood One, and Turner Sports. So on Monday, Denver and Buffalo, I know you do the Monday games on the radio, Buffalo's just been a funky team, and they just look like they're missing something this year. I know that they were everyone's pick last year. It did not go their way, uh, but this has been two of an up-and-down team. Is their ceiling just being a good team this year, and, and they don't have a chance to be a great team when it's all said and done? You know, that, that's, that's, that's a, a, a great question, and I don't know that we're really going to have a definitive answer until we get into December when uh, we can see if they can iron out some of these problems. But they've not been consistent. Um they have uh, had the quarterback continue to turn the ball over. Um, I still don't think they're all that happy with the running game. Um, and, and you know, when, when you're kind of in that position where you're always the team to be, you know, we've seen this before now from them. This is, this is they, they get the quick start, and then they kind of level off. Uh, but they seem to be cooling off more than in the past. And it, it's kind of hard to figure out what, you know, and a lot of people, be, be, this week I've noticed it, have started to talk about their head coach McDermott. Is he is he more of a you know guy that can get a team to a certain level, but can he then push them to where they need to go? Well, they've come close. We know that they've come close. But when you go back to that playoff loss last year in Buffalo when they hosted Cincinnati, I, I kind of feel like like that might be the mark where we can kind of trace to where some of this is going right now. Whether that was just you know same cast, same group coming to camp again. Uh, have they lost that 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 whatever it is that makes a special team a special team? Listen, Kansas City's not playing that well too, but they're finding a way to win, and the good teams always do. We've not seen the best of the Chiefs, but maybe a handful of quarters, if that much, this year. I've, I've seen them twice, and 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 they got beat both times. They got beat in Denver, and they got beat against Detroit, um, and they got a big game coming up against the Eagles in a couple weeks. 
And uh, I know that in Kansas City there's some concern about maybe they're not what they once were. Well, they've had a, a, a loss of a lot of talent at wide receiver. The quarterback in Kansas City has never taken longer to throw, and Mahomes has never thrown for shorter distances than he is this year. So, you know, there are a lot of these teams, you know, Cincinnati struggles, Buffalo is struggling, Kansas City uh, has not really, they've won, but they've done it in very unimpressive fashion. And and I don't know if that's just the malaise of this time of, uh, time of the year, the team that actually is really kind of turning it on and playing with as much consistency as anybody is Baltimore. So while we've got all these teams that we kind of put in that, that group, Zach, of here are the four teams to watch in the AFC, I still think their best football is ahead of them. And, and as we turn the corner here halfway through the year, I, I really believe that all those teams uh, are going to show their best. And that includes Buffalo and, and certainly the Bengals, who I think have begun a little bit early with their four consecutive wins. Who do you think is the best story? What team do you think is the best story so far in the NFL this year, Kevin Harlan? Best story is probably, well, Baltimore is hard to beat. I mean, they paid that quarterback, Lamar, all, all that money. And, and, you know, sometimes these quarterbacks have a hard time adjusting to everything that that encompasses. But, boy, I, th- th- I think Baltimore has been a terrific story. And Jackson has been great. Uh, uh, certainly Miami got off to an incredible start. Uh, but they've had a hard time beating the teams that have winning records. And until they cross that threshold, I think people are going to wonder about, are the Dolphins legit? Absolutely. Or are they yeah. just a team that, that can really get at some of these teams that are 500 and below? And, and how um, far but, do you think the Lions could take it this year, just wondering? Well, I just saw them a couple weeks ago, Zach, and I think they're terrific. I think they've got all the components on defense. Um, uh, I think offensively they continue to show depth at running back. When Montgomery is healthy and back there um, uh, with Jamar Jameer, I, I think they're really going to be uh, even more potent than they are right now. They've got the receivers. Um, they've got the offensive line. The quarterback is right in stride with everything that is going right with that team. Uh, his belief and his confidence are off the charts. Uh, we saw him, like I said, a couple weeks ago, and they were terrific. I, I have no reason to think that Detroit won't be a, a prominent team in January. Everyone gets a crappy game here and there as an announcer. Uh, Al Michaels tonight, Panthers and, and Bears. What do you think's going through his mind? And I'm sure you've been in that spot where it's like, wow, there's not really much to look at with these two teams, but you still got a job to do. Well, he's such a pro and the idol of everybody that does what he does play by play. Um, my respect for him is boundless. And I would tell you that, that he'll handle it tonight like a pro, like he always does. And uh, he'll look forward to next week because I think next Thursday they've got a good – and I don't know what it is, but I remember thinking, ah, next Thursday yeah, he's going to hit the jackpot. And, and I think it's a good game on Thursday. Um, but he'll get through this. And, and you know what? For a team like uh, the Colts, uh, they're coming off a win at Carolina. And uh, uh, I, 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 I think that I, – I, I take that back. Carolina is coming off the loss to the Colts. They have got a lot going on right now. They've got to resurrect that quarterback – and, and they've got to make sure that he is, he is thinking the right way. And I, and I think that with everything that's happening to Stroud down in Houston, he's probably um, you know, facing as important a game as he's ever going to face uh, it, 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 in his pro career. Now, it's young, and, and he's, he's, he's just beginning. But you know what? He's, he, he's got to be feeling the pressure of what Stroud's doing 
with the Houston Texans. So I think he'll play well tonight. And Chicago has gone to a no-name quarterback. Yeah, Tyson Bajan, right? Out again. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, they're def- they're definitely going to be going to be up, and it's the it's the big national game for these two teams for the only time this year. Yeah, and you're right. Cincinnati and Baltimore is your your Thursday night game next week. So Al Michaels has a good game on the horizon. Before we let you run, Kevin Harlan, uh, just going to the NBA. The biggest story in the regular season is Wembenyama. When you get ready for one of his games, just what goes to your mind as everyone's curious what he could be in year one? Well, we saw him in preseason against Miami. We did a game down there for TNT, Zach, and uh, he has an incredible handle for a guy that size. His footwork is terrific for a 19-year-old and a man with that length. Uh, He seems to be fearless. I think he's got great confidence in, in his physical stature in a physical league. He may look thin, but but what he does uh, with his workouts and his yoga and his stretching and everything else has given him great mental confidence, and that's carried over to the way that I think he feels he is thriving in the lane. Now, he struggled against the Knicks, and I get that, and he's a rookie. He's 19. It's going to so, happen. I mean, there's, there's gonna, there's, it's going to happen, absolutely. But, but I love his game. He's got the right voice in his head. He's got the nice, com, you know, compatible parts around him. They're not, they're not playing him a ton of minutes, but, but just the right amount that he gets acclimated to the NBA game. Um, he is a joy to watch. And, and him and Holmgren now coming in, both kind of the same size, same style. Um, it's, it's an interesting dynamic for that position to see if, if we're going to see maybe a bit of a change and not have every big shooting threes. Now, they, those two can but they can certainly do most of their damage with their great length inside. And watching coaches use them against other defenses with a, with a hard time to defend is going to be one of the more interesting things to see develop this season. Last thing I'll ask you, Kevin Harlan, we know how important the Packers are to you. Long-term, where's your confidence at with the combination of Matt LaFleur and also the quarterback, Jordan Love? Well, LaFleur I have less question about. I, I, think, I think he's the right guy, and – and uh, but the quarterback, I think, is is a gigantic question mark. I, I don't think there's there's any doubt. Uh, what we saw in preseason and what we start uh, to start the regular year, um, he really was. I think down the road we're thinking this just might be the answer. But since that, since game two or three, it it has really regressed, and he has been incredibly up and down. They did get the win against the Rams this past weekend, and, and, and they needed that badly. Um, but but I, but I think individually on him, um, it, it's going to take most of this season to figure out. And I do not think that is an organization that will sit and say, let's give it one more year. I think they'll see enough this year with full-time starting and him being in the organization for the three previous years that this in his fourth, that he needs to show things that they can really hang their hat on. And right now, there's not, I don't think the things they see that they can hang their head on and say definitively, Jordan Love is our guy. Kevin Harlan, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Always a pleasure, Zach. Thank you. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data Fixed Median Download Speeds USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.